let me know you can hear me. Anyway, um, yeah, so you started young, started 10 years of age. This is all being recorded anyway, so hopefully yeah. when it recalls, the sound will be there anyway. Um, you started at 10 years of age, went in there. What was your reason behind doing it? Just a kid that wanted to get into doing something or? Yeah, no, like I say, like, just literally, I, I was like, as a kid, you're always into your football and stuff like that. And I was I was quite an overweight kid. So mum and dad just literally took me down the boxing gym just to lose weight. Um, and then, yeah, like from there, it just, um, I actually lost my first seven fights in a row. Fucking hell. Um, and you kept going. <laughs> and I kept going. Um, my brother, funnily enough, my brother come with me and uh, my brother's like five years old, man. He won his first four or five and I lost my first seven. Um, and luckily, I mean, you're at that age, you're 11. Like if it'd been like 18, 19 and you had kept and you lost seven in a row, I think it would have been different, but I just stuck at it and um, yeah, it come good in the end, you know, so. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's um, that's a lot, though, isn't it, for a kid? Because you obviously, and then you get you're looking up to your brother. So at the time he was fifteen, sixteen, yeah. you're looking up to him, and uh, he's winning. You're not. Did you not? Yeah. Did it not put you off at all? Or? No, I was just just enjoying you it. You know, it, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's just it's hard to think back to it now. Do you know what I mean? It's so long ago, but yeah. like, it couldn't have bothered me. But I remember when I won my first fight, it was over at Luton in like a, almost like a nightclub. And, um, it's the bit like, without a doubt, I'd like, end up having like 70 fights. It's like the best trophy I ever got. It was like winning a world cup. Yeah. yeah. I can just remember the feeling I got winning my first fight. And from there, it's just, it's just the best feeling in the world, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, it's mental, isn't it? It's, yeah. that, um, I lost, I lost my first amateur fight. I think I won my yeah. second and my third, but I lost my first one. But, I was um so I didn't get into the amateur till I was like twenty two so I, I was twelve years behind you um, yeah yeah but I just remember standing there afterwards and just thinking yeah this is what I'm here for this is what it's all about like hundred percent like I, I say to people like because obviously I like I train people who have like white collar fights and licensed fights and I'm like do you know what it doesn't matter what level you're at no like not. it's still the same feeling because <clears> like you know it's that achievement that you know you've gone in, in there and you've achieved it. Um, at whatever level, you know, it's just a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy feeling. You know, I, you know, it's the best feeling in the world. I, I, you know, I personally. Yeah, without a doubt, I think one like with it's an old cliche, isn't it? But anyone who steps inside that ring deserves a pat on the back, don't they? The, the least they deserve yeah. is a bit of respect. It's fucking hundred percent, mate. It's it's fucking terrifying, isn't it? Terrifying. Mm -hmm. Oh, mate, it's just like. Yeah, the feeling of excitement, but you're nervous and everything. It's just it's something that you just can't explain. You just can't explain to people who haven't done it. You know, but it's, um, do you remember yeah. like? Do you remember like how nervous you got as a kid or anything like that? Was it less nervous as a kid or more as an adult? Or because like, like I said, like, I didn't start till I was a bit later on in the game. So I say I was quite lucky. Like my first fight, um, I I went as a spare. Yeah. Do you remember, like, when you just cut, you take your kit just in cases that that's another club bought a spare on that, and um, literally like weighed in, and within like half an hour, forty-five minutes, I was boxing, so I didn't really have time to think about it. I didn't go there thinking, yeah. oh, I've got my first fight tonight. I went there like you know, not even knowing I was fighting. They luckily there was another kid there, or unluckily because I lost, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then. Um, yeah, like bang, I was in the ring. I was think I was on like first or second, so I didn't even really have time to think about it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So, so just I like, I mean, I can't imagine like me as a ten-year-old trying to deal with that sort of pressure. But I suppose <laughs> at the time, what you're saying is basically the pressure weren't there because no, nah. you just yeah, 
Yeah, if, if anything, it was probably the best thing for your first fight because you did, like I say, you didn't have time to process it. You just had to get in there. And do you know what the funniest thing I can I can remember from like all my like, especially my early amateur fights were like you know it was <clears> back <throat> when um, you could smoke. Yeah, and it was my first show. Was like um, a gentleman's dinner thing. Yeah, and everyone's blazing on cigars and stuff like that. So like, and like the roof was quite, the ceiling was quite low. It was literally there's like a layer, like a cloud of smoke. Fucking mental, like, wasn't it? Like you're like these eleven yeah. year old kids trying to catch your breath, and there's just <laughs> cigar smoke everywhere. It was just fun. it's funny, like when you look back on it. Yeah, it's fucking mental. I think when I, because I. Because I, I used to smoke. I smoked until I started boxing. And I um, I gave up when I started boxing. And yeah. just after I gave up, they stopped it. So I think yeah. it was like the June after I gave up or something like that, they stopped people smoking. So my first couple of bouts were the same like that. Yeah. There was like literally like a layer of cigar smoke. When it? it was always it's cigars mad, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. People gesturing with their cigars and their fucking <laughs> champagne and stuff like that, watching the boxing. <laughs> But it's, it's a just it's funny, mental fuzz, yeah. But, yeah, um, no, was, um, yeah. Go on, mate. No, I was just saying, like, yeah, like from so, like from there, like I had seven, then one, and then like it sort of just just clicked, really. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, just yeah. like, um, yeah, it just clicked. I ended up getting to like the semi-finals of the schoolboys and and stuff like that, and yeah, it just sort of come together, really. Um, it's like anything, it's just persistence, isn't it? It's just yeah, yeah. being dedicated to it, like, I think more than anything. That's it, mate. Yeah, well, consistently improving, isn't it? You're always going to get better and you're always going to mm-hmm. always going to get there in the end. It's just about having the having the bollocks to, to keep turning up, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're taking yeah. those knocks as well, like fucking losing seven on a bounce. Yeah, so yeah, hard, definitely. Yeah. But then, like you say, if you would have been a bit older, you'd have had a bit more peer pressure because... Like yeah. when you're like amongst your lads and stuff like that, it's oh, a bit yeah. more gesturing imagine, and yeah. shit in there. Yeah, you imagine like when you're even like 16, 17, like your mates being like, you've lost seven in a row now. Like, yeah, yeah, jack it in. I was uh, lucky I didn't have no friends as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed then, mate. <laughs> what, um, so what age did you turn pro? I turned pro at 18. 18. Yeah, so young. he was young, young pro. Young man, like it was. Um, yeah, it was. It, it was tough because obviously I, I'm like I'm from Ely, Cambridgeshire, so it's like rap boxing around here is non-existent. And when I say non-existent, there's like there's like three amateur clubs around here, and and there and you know there's not the kids coming through. There's no pro. The only pro I know of around here is Jordan Gill currently, and he yeah. trains in Sheffield. And he trains in Sheffield. He's the only pro from around here. So for me, like I was, I, I was like, get, I got to the final, the Golden Gloves, and then I won the Junior ABAs, and I wasn't getting picked for England because yeah, yeah. I was just being overlooked because I was from from nowhere basically, the arts yeah, yeah. nowhere. Um, so I I then got um, scouted by a pro gym down in London, and, and I was going down there training and everything else, and. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I got to the final one year. I won the junior ABs the next year. And I, I remember talking to another lad who won it a, a different weight. And we were messaging and he was like, you know, waiting for that letter from the Four Nations to get invited to the Four Nations yeah, Championships. Yeah. And um, he got his. And then I ended up never getting one. And the lad that I beat in the semifinals got picked over me. It's fucking mental, and I, isn't it? And I just went, Do you know what? Like, there's no point for me <clears> doing this anymore. 
there's like it I was, you know i was like 17 18 so i was like working and stuff like that and i thought you know what i'm putting all this craft in for nothing um and then obviously i had i had i was down at the pro gym at the time and they were like look you know just turn over yeah um and and, and as a kid in hindsight now like you know what it's like you think oh professional boxer glamorous do 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 it's brilliant yeah, yeah. like so as an 18 year old i was like yeah i want to do it but if i had my time again i probably wouldn't have turned pro till i was like 23 24 do you know you, what i mean you still would have turned pro though you like you enjoyed I your time have... doing it do you know what? like i would have just got more experience as an amateur and it, do you know what? It's, it's a hard one because you know i, I say now oh, i'd like you know 23 24 but i also think at that time in my life when i was thinking about turning pro if I hadn't a term pro, I don't know if I would have jacked boxing in totally because I would have got stale. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. you know, I wasn't getting picked for anything. So it was a bit like, and it got to the stage where like all the top lads in the country were only fighting in championships. They didn't want to fight in on club shows. So you were only having like two, three fights a year. Like well, the amateurs. Yeah, and it was like, I just couldn't get any fights. It was just like they only wanted to fight when the championships were on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the top lads who were getting picked to go internationally weren't going in the championships anyway. So it was like you couldn't, you know, it was hard. It was just, yeah. um, but, you know, it is what it is. And it? yeah, it's, it's like mad, a, though, isn't it? Because I was, yeah. so I started, I only had three years in amateur. I had 21 Ooh. fights in three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's what I, I thought everyone was doing it. I know, like, what weight was you as an amateur? Um, I was seventy kg when I was when I was sort of like at my, so my sixty nine. Wouldn't you been your weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mate um, Aaron Lowry. I mentioned on on the show the other day. I've I've, I've got to get him on actually because he's fucking yeah. He, he's quality. He's a good yeah. chat and all. But he's um he never turned pro or anything like that. But in the amateurs, I've never known anyone to get let down so much on fights. Nah. He'd be turning yeah, yeah. up and like and and the same like with his decisions and stuff like that, they're all over the place, aren't they? And, and yeah, you, no, there's, there's yeah, seemingly yeah. like no consistency. It's fucking weird. Well, this is a funny story. You're like, well, I say it like this, it's, it's interesting. So I was um, I was at the semi-finals of the Golden Gloves. So I was only about 14, about 14 or 15 at the time. And it was down in Galston in, um, in Great Yarmouth. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, you at the time, you had to get your bandages checked by the ABA, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, they tick it, da, 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 we'll measure it all out. Anyway, um, got all, my measure, all the measurements done. They ticked it off, ABA ticked it off and said it was all fine. Anyway, I went in the ring, got in the ring, semi-finals, beat the kid 12-2 on points, right? And then all of a sudden, I went to go shake his trainer's hand. His trainer's grabbed my hand and started shouting, oh, look at his bandage, look at his bandages like this. Just would not leave it alone. Seriously, would not leave it alone. Just going on and on and on. Anyway, I got um, disqualified. I got banned from boxing for like a about two months, me and my coach got banned. Didn't go through to the final, even though the ABA ticked it to say they're right. They um, they banned me. They banned me for like two months, chucked me out of the, out of the competition. What the fuck was wrong with the uh, They were half an inch too wide, apparently, but they ticked it. They they measured it all on the wall. They ticked it all off. Everything, everything was per like fine. And um, yeah, I ended up getting um, chucked out of the championships and and banned for two months. Fuck's sakes, mate! It's crazy, mate. Like honestly, like the amount of stuff that's happened in my career, and I've, I mean, I'm still here. Fuck goes out. I'll tell you what. Is, this is this game, mate. Like boxing game, you have to be a bit fucking mental, don't you? You have oh, to be a 100%, bit. Mate. You just, like you. At the end of the day, you put up with. You put up with, like. Don't get me wrong. There's some massive highs. The highs are ridiculous, but the lows are lows are bad as well, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And. 
yeah, you just gotta. So when the highs do come, you just gotta appreciate it because, yeah. like, <laughs> there's been a lot of lows to get where you are now. Yeah, yeah. The, the highs are the few and far between, but obviously oh, the intensity are, yeah, of them yeah. makes mm-hmm. up for all those lows. And it's yeah. you see it like a lot, a lot of boxers suffer with like mental illness and stuff like that. And like yeah, yeah, I yeah. did, I, I talk quite candidly about it. And I've, <laughs> I'd like to get a few, um, a few fighters on here or, or just anyone yeah. really talking about mental health issues yeah. and stuff that yeah, they've yeah. been through or going through. Um, yeah. Coming towards the end of my career, fucking mate, and and, yeah. I, and I didn't, I didn't even really have a career, um, like yeah. to lose, but then it still, fuck, it still hit me hard. Do you know what I mean? So it's hard, yeah, it's hard. This is it's just like, it's, it's like a regimented lifestyle. Like I, I see a therapist every week. Yeah, I see a therapist every week, and I've struggled for years. Like, um, and it's just yeah, like it's. It's just such a reg, yeah. It's a regimented lifestyle. I always find when I'm, 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 I'm my happiest when I'm training for a fight. Yeah. Because I know what I'm, uh, you know, I've got, I've got that motivation. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm eating. I know what I'm, I know everything. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, all of a sudden, when I'm not fighting, it's like, what do I do now? And and not only that, it's it's an identity as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. Exactly, so when yeah. people, when you're not fighting, and someone comes up, she's like, "Oh, when's your next fight?" And you're like, "Well, no, I'm retired now." Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a weird thing. Like, I've because I've I've tried to retire a couple of times, and people yeah. are like, you know, come up to you and they're like, "When you fighting next?" I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not." Anymore. I'll let you know because I'm. Yeah. <laughs> you just reminded me. <laughs> yeah, like it's. It is, mate. Even yeah. now, like I've where we've been on this like this lockdown for the past yeah. um, week, yeah. I've been like training every day and. Like, yeah. lost a bit of weight and stuff like that and I started getting the old bug back I started thinking do you know yeah, what yeah. I could fucking come back I had, a, I had a bit of a chat with uh, Danny Cousins on here earlier do you know the Cousins yeah. brothers Sammy and Danny yeah 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 and uh, he was like, he's saying he's going to knock me out and that so I might call him out and we'll go for it BKB <laughs> oh yeah you never know <laughs> I don't know if your yeah, wife would buy into that one mate <laughs> <laughs> what um we, we'll get on to that in a minute, but like, just yeah. just want to like quickly go through your career. Do you know what? I never realised like I had a look through your career today, but you fought some fucking good fighters, mate, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Like, I was just, I was sort of like when I was down at the gym, I was that I was in a gym with some big, big names. Do you know what I mean? I was in there with Anthony Joshua, Darren Barker, John Ryder, Lee Purdy, um, Ricky Burns, Kevin Mitchell. I was in a serious, serious gym, but I was obviously, you know, I was like, I was like sort of like British level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was, I was like a kid. I was like twenty, twenty-one. Um, so I took a lot of hard fights because I hard, I, I half had to really. Do you know what I mean? You're at, like you're in a gym with such big names. Yeah. Like um, I had to try and sort of yeah get my name out there. So it was. Um, I took a lot of fights that I didn't really have to like, <laughs> but. I don't. I don't regret it for one minute. I don't regret anything I've done in my in my um, pro boxing career. I, there's a lot of fights that I should have. I should have moved up, moved up to welterweight from light welterweight. That was something that, if again hindsight, if I'd done, yeah, yeah. I had my time again, I'd do it. But it, you you go where the fights are. Do you know what I mean? And exactly, at the end of the day, yeah, I was yeah. I was I was a kid. I was like twenty twenty one. I was living in a flat on my own in Essex, and my only job was boxing. So the money that I got coming in paid my rent, paid my food, and if I didn't fight, I didn't live. So yeah, yeah. you done what you had to do. So when you know I had, I had a fight, I remember I had a fight against a guy called Tyrone Nurse who went on to win the British title. And um, he's good fighter, mate. Yeah, quality, real good. And I like I'd had ten fights and he'd had thirty one twenty nine. And um, 
I remember no one wanted to fight him for about a year and a half. It was mandatory for the English, but couldn't fight for it because no one wanted to fight for it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being sat in the in the car with my manager and he was just like, he got the call and he just said, do you want this fight? And I was like, 100%, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. like, who doesn't want to fight for the English title? Do you know what I mean? Exactly, like, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and, and I'd done it and it was a wicked fight. I lost on points, but... Chucked your head in, in the eighth, it says. It's what, sorry? Chucked your head in in the eighth. Chucked my head in in the eighth, yeah, went all in, um, and it still didn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, if, mate, like, do you know what it is? Like, if you can sit, if you can, even with my career now, like, doing what I'm doing now, like, if I can sit back in 10 years ago, do you know what? I didn't, I didn't dodge no one. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the best. I wasn't the worst, but do you know what? I didn't dodge anyone, um, and I'm pretty happy with that. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. That, to me, you know, you look at boxing nowadays, I don't even really watch that much boxing anymore. But you look at it now, and box pro boxing to me seems more about who you don't fight rather than who you fight. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot of dodging going on. There's a lot of guys who've got good managers, good teams behind them, and they're like swerving their life out of a lot of uh, big fights. Yeah, you yeah. Know, going down this this WBO European route rather than going down the southern area English British route because they know they're hard fights yeah, they're yeah, fights yeah. they perhaps won't win so they get some plum from um, Poland or something to come yeah. over with a 30-0 record but they're all fights he's had in the gym and it looks great yeah, yeah. but that that is that is boxing nowadays yeah I, I had this this is a conversation that I think a lot of a lot of ex-boxers, but a lot of boxers, all, all in all, they like because as fighters, there's you. If you took a hundred fighters, ninety-nine of them would just go and fight, wouldn't they? There's yeah, always yeah, going to yeah. be there's always going to be one that's going to go. Well, no, I want to build. I want to build a ten and zero career. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I would have from the start, and that's, that's one of the biggest regrets of my career. Do you know, like is that the fact that I didn't, um, I didn't take more chances, and I sort of bought into the idea that I needed to get as many wins as I could and stuff like that. Like, yeah. really? I just wanted to get out and fight. I, I was doing it yeah. as an amateur for free. I just wanted to be mm-hmm. a pro and I wanted to fight. The problem is none of the um, none of the big promoters are willing to take a chance of it on you. And no, I, no, I imagine no. this is something you probably struggled because yeah. you was a lot a lot better than you was given credit for. I mean, you had a, mm-hmm. you've got a good record anyway, <laughs> but you was a lot better than you given given credit for. I bet you was like one of them fighters that not, not many people wanted to touch. No, it was just like, I, after I won the English... I, I I got signed to Matchroom and and all stuff like you know I, I boxed on some massive shows and stuff like that, but I was I was boxing on these massive shows as, as the away fighter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I took a lot of fights where the like the Ricky Boyling fight. I wasn't meant to win that. Do you know what I mean? At the time he was twelve and zero. He'd, he'd been getting documentaries done about him. Do you remember like Ringside and all that when it was on Sky Sports? Yeah, done all yeah, big things yeah. About him, and I just I knew I had to beat you know, Ricky Boyling. And I just would not leave him alone on Twitter. And every time I see Eddie Aaron, I was like, when are you going to let me have a go at your golden boy and stuff like that? Yeah, and yeah. I'd literally just come off the loss against Tyrone Nurse. So in, in uh, Eddie Hearn's head, he's thinking, he's coming off a loss. He's not that good. Do you know what I mean? Perfect um, timing, yeah. Yeah, so perfect timing. So they banged it. They banged us on chief support to Anthony Joshua at the O2. Um, and I knew I had the beating of him. I knew that I was better than him. Um, I was more experienced. I was just, I was just everything. And, and the fight, the fight went absolutely to plan. I ended up boxing his head off. And um, on one card, it come back as a draw. A draw and I turned yeah. around to my, I turned around with my trainer. Went, they're going to shaft me here. 
Um, I just knew because I was your Wi-Fi, and luckily I, I won on the other two cards. But just yeah, shows got you, like, um 96, 94, 96, 94, 96, 96. Yeah. But even like you're yeah. saying there, that you don't think that even them 96, 94 has done you justice. No, 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 not at all. But I, I, <coughs> I say I won that fight by about five rounds. And, oh, you know, that's, well, of course, I'm going to be biased. But, like, it's, um, yeah, like, I watched that fight and I, I boxed really well that night. But, you know, that, yeah. that's that's boxing. It's boxing boxing is a business. Pro boxing is a business at the end of the day. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's what, that's what you got to remember. Like, you know, that's what people, you know, me and you know it's a business, but people who from the outside looking in don't necessarily know that. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they they sort of, um, people take their frustrations out on, on the on the fighters, don't they? Like, why aren't you fighting yeah. so-and-so? It's like even Anthony yeah. Joshua. Anthony Joshua, as much as, I mean, where is he now? He's probably got a lot more clout, but his first 10, 15 fights, he probably didn't have no say in who he was fighting. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Nah. It's uh, you know, like the same again. Like with with Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Like it really is. You would imagine that it's it's the easiest fight to make in the world. Like two English guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they've got the rival promoters. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. if it will that fight ever happen, you don't know because Eddie Earn and Frank Warren are going to be battling for the most dough. Yeah. yeah. And the rights, TV rights, the venue, yeah, absolutely yeah. everything. So. That's the only thing, you know. I'm sure Tyson Fury and Andy Joshua would fight tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? That's because they're like you say, they're fighters. But yeah. the reason why it's not going to happen for ages, or if it ever will, is because these two promoters. Yeah. Do you still have any contact with all the old matchroom boys? Uh, no, I sort of like my my old my old um, sort of like lads that I train with and that I speak to. My my manager and my my ex trainer Peter Sims. He's I still have low. He he's like my agent in BKB now, so yeah, yeah. I still have lots to do with him. But um, I actually find that um, it's, it's a bit disappointing, really. I was I was meant to go and um, uh, spar Connor Ben about a month ago. Yeah. Um, at, my, at my old gym, and uh, and his trainer, who is my old trainer, not Pete, his brother Tony, didn't want didn't want to be associated with the bare knuckle boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is disappointing, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, I thought, it's like, you know Because it's a sparring, yeah. sparring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, but, you um, ain't going to get better sparring than you, do you know what I mean? Like, well, well, no, I like, and... I, yeah, just like I've sparred Connor before. It's good sparring for both of us. Um, you know, that was disappointing, to be fair. But, um, yeah, it's, um, I know, I, I do know, like, speaking to the promoters of BKB, that um, the British Boxing Board have got a big problem with BKB. And, um, yeah, it was actually said to me that Lee Selby wanted to come down to one of the shows once and was posted out on social media, was coming to watch, and the board apparently rang him up and said they'd take his licence off him if he went down. Just to watch? Just to watch. So, how how true that is, that's what they said said to me, but, like, there's a lot of, um, you know, they can obviously obviously see it's it's a sport that's coming up that's going to be a rival to boxing. Mm. Um, and they don't like it. Um, you know, the, everyone knows my feelings about the board. <laughs> we'll get um, to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> We're, um, right, listen, you've got to take the rough with a smooth, Tyler, unfortunately, and I apologise in advance, but I've got to give yeah. my good friend Vinnie Wolford a mention while we here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you boxed, yeah. You boxed Vinnie. What was, um, what happened in that fight? Obviously, I know, I know the outcome, but... You know, like, like, like I was, I was 20... Um, again, that was on Matchroom show. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it was uh, I was like I'm sure Venny will say I, I was boxing absolutely brilliantly. Yeah, absolutely yeah. I've, I've seen the fight, mate. Yeah, you was you was winning. With your yeah, fight. I was boxing. And it, I just I just out of nowhere, I just I just died. I just absolutely died. Um, and Vinny caught me with a beautiful right hand yeah, and fucking yeah. slapped me straight on my ass. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, and I remember getting out. Cause I'd train like bearing in mind I trained for like twelve weeks for that fight and I was like fucking why am I why did I get so fucked in that fight so my mum dad and I went I, there's there's a reason I'm so fucked so I went to hospital and um, just got my blood taken and then I had a thing called hypoglycemia when your blood sugar just fuck it I was just trying to make weight yeah. and I just fucking killed myself it was an on the day weighing thing and um, I think my blood was two point one it it has to be between five and eight or something. And I just fucked myself up, but like, it's still, like still, that is, mate. yeah, yeah, 100%. And that yeah. is just, and I was, I was a kid, I was 20, I was making mistakes with my diet, making mistakes with my training, and and I fucking paid for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Vinny, Vinny made me pay for it, so um, you know, and it's a for him now, he's got it's a great thing he can say, go around saying that he's fucking knocked the world champion out, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, no. I got got a couple of questions. I just I want to I want to move on to like your retirement from uh, professional boxing as well. Before we go, I want to just ask you a couple of questions that people ask. We've got Rockin' Robin Deakin. Oh, he's he's one him. of my future guests. He said, "Who was the hardest puncher you come up against in the pros?" Rockin' Robin. No. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Like a guy that I always I always remember um, as uh, like sparring Lee Purdy. Man, he was fucking hard, wasn't he? Ah, oh, mate. Like, do you know what? Like, I love Lee a bit. It's like, we're still real good friends and that. And I wouldn't necessarily say his boxing was that good. Do you know what I mean? He was yeah. like, it was pretty, you know, he was a pretty average boxer. But my God, like, mate, if he hit you, it was just mad. Like, it hit you, like, it wasn't quick. It wasn't, it was just clubbing, mate. It like, rocked your brain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he banged people out. I've won a lot of money on him actually when he fought Craig Watson. Yeah. Because yeah. like Craig Watson was a class boxer, like southpaw, real good amateur. And for four rounds, he stood Purdy on his head. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Purdy clocked him in the right hand. Bang, game over, game mate. Over, I got yeah. like, I won silly money on that. Um, Fucking hell. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, and yeah, I, I remember a funny story when. Uh, when I was down at the, when I first joined the gym, we went out to a, um, a training camp in Tenerife for yeah. um, Darren Barco. He was fighting for the European title. And uh, I was only about 17 at the time. And uh, we were training in Tenerife anyway at this boxing gym. And they were like, Do you want to do a few rounds with Darren? I was like, Yeah, go on then. And at the time, you know what it's like. It's like you're eager to, you're eager to please, isn't you? Yeah. And like, go on, I'm going to show, show myself off here. Went flying in, bombing, bam. Anyway, Darren just went jab, like step back. Bottom right hand just flat flattened me on the canvas <laughs> like that. I was what just sound like, though? Oh, just like, I just put me down. I was sort of still awake, but you know when you just like your legs are just gone, yeah, and you yeah. just like I don't remember what like I don't even remember being here. Like I was just like wow, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever been put down as well. So it was like fucking. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be a little bit more. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. careful about what what punches are going with now yeah, yeah. he was um, he went on to be world champion Darren Bart was a good yeah, fighter yeah yeah Darren's wicked man Darren Darren's really he's really helped me out in my career a lot and been there for me just a proper nice guy yeah, um, yeah. all the boxers are to be honest it's very rare but I've come across any boxers that 
um, haven't been. You know, like I was, I was like I say, I was lucky enough in the gym with like Joshua, Kevin Mitchell. Like Kevin Mitchell was sound. Ricky Burns was a really good guy. Um, just all want to help you. You at the end of the day, you're all in the same boat, aren't you? Yeah. You're all, you know, whether you're world champion or you're or you're starting out, you're you're still on that on that journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, together, you know. So it was. Um, I wish I'd just got a lot more signed by um, Joshua and a lot more photos. Could have made a few quid out of it. Just selling in, cashing in on them now. Do you know what? That's something I've always found as well. Like with fighters, I'll, I'll sit and speak to someone and like they won't even know who I am. And, I, and they'll go, oh, did you box in? I go, oh, yeah, I was a pro. I had like 16 yeah. pro yeah. fighters and that. Yeah. And they go, oh, quality. But they don't, they never talk down to you. They never like, yeah. it's never like, yeah, but when I was a world champ, obviously there's dickheads yeah. in this sport. There is, there's dickheads mm-hmm. everywhere. But yeah. ultimately, I think, like you say, ninety nine percent of fighters are good people, and 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 because we all come from similar backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we come from like like we're all tough kids, and and then yeah. we want to get into something to like release a bit of energy and stuff like that, and and it, it it produces good people. Well, I think like as well, like at the end of the day, if getting your ass handed to you and get and <clears> we've all we've all took beatings, do you know what I mean? And it humbles you. Yeah, yeah. Like. Whether you're a kid and you got a beating or whatever, like we've all been there. We've all been in a sparring or in a fight where we took a bit of a we took a bit of a lick a few times and, few licking, and it's humbling, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. So, like, we're gonna move on to your BKB in a minute. But you retired from pro boxing. Um, yeah. So this was back in 2017. So three years ago now, um, yeah. al- almost three years ago, and you retired mm-hmm. on a win. Yeah. Um, points win over eight rounds against a fella called Adam Barker, who was four and zero at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you you sort of mentioned earlier about your disliking of the boxing board. Um, is that one of the reasons why you retired? What was? Joy, you know it's a funny thing. Yeah, like when I was, cause like I say, I was signed to Matchroom, um, and I was pretty much. <laughs> I don't want to say forced, forced to fight because it, at the end of the day, it was ultimately my decision in the end. But I was, I was ushered into fighting the John Wayne Hibbert fight when I shouldn't have because I was really struggling to make ten stone. Like it was just, it was outrageous what I had to do to make the weight. Anyway, that that all happened. I ended up losing the fight, and then from there, Matchroom just forgot about me, just yeah, put yeah. me right to the back of the queue. Um, and I was pretty much like, what, all right, what do I do now? Because like I said earlier, like you know, this was how I earned my money to live in and be out of train. So um, I then packed up and moved back to Cambridgeshire because I just didn't have the money anymore to be living up there. So um, I come back, I started my own gym, da da da, all that kind of stuff. And then again, like what we touched on earlier, like you think, oh no, actually I've got it still, I've got it, I've yeah. got it, I can come back, I can do it again. So I went, I ended up having like a six rounder against like a, a like a Croatian guy, um, and, and as a, a pro, or... and I, yeah, as a pro, yeah. And uh, and I remember just getting out and feeling like just nothing, just not feeling a thing. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, like yeah. I didn't have the buzz of winning, the adrenaline, or nothing. I was just like, "That's weird." Maybe if I have a title fight, a big fight, I'll I'll be excited. So, um, I I got um I was going to fight Johnny Garton for the English title. Yeah, Johnny Garton's class fighter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, One he's good. Very British good. and that. And um, so anyway, I trained about ten weeks, and I was over at Sam Egerton's gym sparring, threw an overhand right, and broke my hand two weeks out from the fight. 
fuck. So. Again, like, I just trained like 10 weeks um, for the fight and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's like training expenses and that. And then obviously I couldn't fight, so I didn't get paid. Um, and my daughter was being born a month later. So I was like, I couldn't work because of a broken hand. I, I made it was out of my mind stressed. Um, so anyway, like <laughs> about, well, about six, seven months later, the fight got offered to me again for the Johnny Garton, but I'd just come off a broken hand. I was like, do you know what? I need the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Went straight in, wicked fight, lost on points, just wasn't, sh- you know, just wasn't sharp and that. Like, again, hindsight, I should have took a couple of fights, tuned up, but didn't have that luxury. Um, uh, so, yeah, and then um, and then I had, like, almost another year out because obviously I had to work and everything else. And then again, I was like, no, do you know what? I'm going to have another go at this. Went, um, went against Adam Barker. Great fight over eight rounds. Like, unbeaten lad. Um, won. And then just again, got out. Didn't get any buzz at all. And I went, do you know what? I, f- I think this is coming to the end now. Like, I yeah, just, yeah. I just not, I'm not feeling, getting that same buzz out of boxing anymore. Yeah. Um, so about six months later, I went on a thing called Fight Talk, which was like a podcast thing. And spoke about how I made weight for the John Wayne Hibbert fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a week later, got <laughs> in the post from the board. We're taking your license, you banned. If you need, if you want to come and get it back, um, you've got to bring a lawyer in front of the board. In front of the board. And I just rang them up and went, "Nah, I'm retired, boss. See you later." Well, because they 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 binned you off because because like because... candidly, you spoke about how you was making weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Now, What were you doing then? Yeah. Uh, I, well, for the John Wayne Hibbert fight, so I was um, obviously making 10 stone. So I'd always get to like a week before the fight um, and I'd be like 11 stone. I just couldn't get any lower. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, um, Is that what every every competition? Yeah, pretty much. Like the boiling fight, I had to lose <clears> half a stone on the morning of the weigh-in. Um, and that was when I went in the office and was like, I can't do this anymore. It's killing me. I can't do it anymore. Like, I managed to win that fight, but I don't yeah. know how. Um, but they were like, look, if you win this fight, da, 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 you know what it's like. People took, give you a load of spiel and you just think you can do it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But, um, um, so, yeah, I took um, I took the fight. But the WBC basically do like what a check weighing thing because they don't want you doing all that madness and yeah. losing weight. So on the Monday, I think I, I, think I was 10-12 actually on the Monday. So I was 10-12. And then I, I got a, the WBC were like, right, check weighing Tuesday morning. You've got to be 10-4 or the fight's off. I was oh, like, you know. right. So I ended up losing eight pound overnight. So no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of rubbish. And then, um, yeah, then uh, went and weighed in ten four, da da da. But then obviously I've had a drink afterwards because I've dried out. I need to have a drink. Um, I put like that eight pound straight back on. Yeah. And yeah. then two days later, the Thursday, so the the official weigh was on Friday. So the Thursday night, I've I've had to turn around and lose like another 10, 11 pounds again. So I ended up losing about 20 pounds that week. Um, I was pissing blood and all sorts, but like you just, I was just so dried out. But yeah, yeah. like I say, you just, you do it because what else do you do? You got, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't fight, you don't get paid. Like it's just, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and that was my career best payday. So, you know, I was, you know what the pay is like. It's shit. So like yeah, when yeah. someone offers offers you ten grand or whatever, you're like, yeah, brilliant, like right, great. Yeah, you know yeah, you're mean? taking so, it, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like I say, if if I'd had my time again, I probably would have took it. I would have done the same thing because when you're in that situation, you got to do what you got to do, and yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, and that's 
I think that's what a lot of people like. People don't really see the the background, do they? Do you know what I mean? Like, no one knows the position you're in, and you haven't got the luxury of turning around and going, "No, I'll have that fight in six months' time, or I'll have it in yeah. three months' time." Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You ain't got that luxury. Yeah. You, you've got to go. Well, I'm yeah, two stone like, overweight. I need to lose two stone in however many weeks. Yeah. I've got to go and do it. Yeah, yeah. Like with all due respect, like you know, you got these. Like I said earlier about people who get the luxury of you know the swerving fights and that you know like who like people like Conor Ben and stuff like that. They don't fight for like six seven months at a time. Yeah, um, because they've got the sponsors that are going and they're in the clout behind them. This you know where they live a good life. Yeah. Um. You know, so when a fight comes up and they're like, "Look, it's at ten stone," you're like, "Oh, mate, I don't know if I can do it." But then you're looking, thinking that, "Well, you know, it's either that or I can't pay my rent, I can't eat, I can't do this." Yeah. What choice have you got? Yeah, it's you haven't got a choice, have you? You got, you just got, you just got to do it. People like, I, I remember like when I used to struggle to make the weight and stuff like that, and I remember people, um, they were sort of make you feel as though you was making excuses but it weren't excuses yeah. it was just a fact you know what i mean like yeah. making weight fucking killed me and ah it's horrendous yeah yeah I, and i weren't i weren't doing anything as drastic as what you was doing i have to say that just in case i want to make a comeback <laughs> <laughs> although i don't have to make weight as a heavyweight anymore <laughs> <laughs> no it's just like you know i'm not i'm not the only one who does all these drastic stuff like that's you know but um, the trouble was the, the reason why they made an example of me was because um uh i'd done that interview and then a, a few days later that scott west garth died yeah and i think they just done it is like made an example of me that yeah, like yeah. you know you can't be doing that basically um yeah, but yeah. the thing was i wasn't the way that i was talking about it on the interview wasn't like glamorizing it was like i done this i box shit um and all this, do you yeah, know what I mean? It wasn't it. in any way going, oh yeah, done this, tricked everyone, put you know, pulled the wool over their eyes. Like yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like I box shit, I'll never do it again. Um, so it was just a bit strange how it all come about. But yeah, it sounds like probably probably like a little bit reactive on their part, isn't it? Like because yeah. like you say, yeah. what went on and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who was the um, Jim McVeigh? He's asked. Um, Who was the best sparring partner you've sparred? in the camp for a fight? Uh, you know, like I say, I was lucky. I had some... Do you know what? I, a guy, the guy that I just made absolute quality, man, to, like Kevin Mitchell, like... Yeah, yeah. Class, like, talent-wise, just... Hey, just do think... You know, when you're sort of like, I say to people, you know, the way that I can describe, like, British level and world level is that British level, if you make a mistake, you may get away with it. yeah, yeah world level you make a mistake you will you will not get away with it yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. and that sparring he was just he done stuff that you know you just didn't even think about and that's why he was world level you know what i mean yeah um you know i'm kevin like kevin i'm real good friends with kevin like i'm sure he won't mind he wasn't the best trainer in the world what as far as like was, grafting yeah but he was so <laughs> talented because he was so talented yeah yeah he it, it, you know he could he could go do pretty much what he wanted. It was mad. It was mad. But, um, you know, whereas, like, the one thing, like, the thing I, I'll never forget is, like, when he, he fought Ricky Burns, and Ricky Burns knocked him out in, like, the fourth or fifth round, I think, yeah. whatever it was. Um, and then Ricky come and joined our gym afterwards. Um, and then they'd spar. And you'd look, watch, and you go, how, how did Kevin get beat by Ricky? How? Like, I just don't... But Ricky is the hardest. I've never seen anyone train as hard with Ricky. He wants it so much. Like yeah, he wants yeah. it so much more than everyone else. Like 
Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember a, a lad who was living, who's living with Ricky down in Essex at the time, and they used to go running at night. Yeah. And um, he said to me, he goes, "My mate, he goes, Ricky, he's um, he's a mad geezer." Like he goes, um, "We went running yesterday, and as I was putting my headphones in, he turned around at me and go, goes, um, if you need music to get you through this, you're in the wrong sport.' Like that. And I was like, "Mate, I'm only putting my headphones in while we're running." Do you know what I mean? He's just like, he's an intense guy. He's a lovely yeah, guy, yeah. but like, mate. He is he is where he is through pure hard work. Yeah, like, yeah. He definitely weren't he weren't one of the most talented fighters, was he? Is, is that something that, that he'd admit himself as well? He'd just say like he knew yeah, he had sure, to train like, hard. You know, out with you know sparring, sparring at the end. And I sparred Ricky loads of times. Um, like the pace of it was just unbelievable. But, but then when I sparred people like Kevin Mitchell, he he just done things that you were just like, wow, that's yeah, yeah. that's world class. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Darren Barker and people like. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I was lucky. I was lucky. I was around some wicked fighters, and, and obviously got to pick up a lot around them and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah. So we've um, obviously you're doing the the bare knuckle box. Moving on to sort of what you're doing now, um, we we I want to talk. We've we've spoken obviously about the fighting side of things, but you get up to some, uh, and we will go back to that. But we get up, <laughs> you're up to some extracurricular activities. Um, yeah. in, your, in your spare time and uh, <laughs> you've actually you've messaged me just before we was about to go live saying Dan I've been kicked off Facebook <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah it's um, yeah it's nice it's an interesting life that I lead yeah, which yeah. is which is good um, do you want to do you want to yeah no I'm just... do you want to go into uh, it what do you explain what the video <laughs> well no just like what do you what do you do in your like what do you do I mean you ain't got no no one's gonna no. Well, I was gonna say no one's gonna judge you. They might do, but you you don't give a shit. So, nah, nah. It's no. I'm I'm pretty sure that everyone judges me every day of their life. But it's nah. Do you know what? Like, I've just I obviously got into to the bare knuckle stuff, and um, my missus who who's a porn star, like she was working for Television X at the time. Yeah. And she was one of she was one of the walk on girls, and um, <clears throat> yeah, we just we we just hit it off and. Um, we just haven't left each other alone since like yeah, that yeah. was like a year ago um and then you know when you just fit you find someone who's just like oh my god she's literally the the female version of me this is this is like probably not great for everyone else <laughs> <laughs> um and we just you know we just have fun we just do mad stuff yeah um, yeah. yeah i say mad stuff we're not hurting anyone but we're doing we just do crazy stuff and just having fun basically and that's just what it is and um yeah sort of blowing the internet up as, yeah, uh, mate, yeah. as we do it <laughs> you know what i um because i had ross ross minter on yesterday and obviously that was always going to get a lot of views and stuff like that um ross yeah. is a quality bloke do you know ross do you yeah yeah yeah, yeah ross is a quality bloke and he's, he's he's good for a chat as well he's like very yeah, very similar to yourself where he's down yeah. to earth and like yeah. he's good but then when you sort of when you agreed to come on i sort of rung my dad up and um because obviously we're all in lockdown. I haven't seen my parents. I haven't seen my mum for Mother's Day or anything like that. So I've yeah, I've run yeah. my dad up and uh, my mum shouted out in the background. How, how's your videos going? I went, yeah, I got some. Like we had like nearly a thousand views by the time we got off last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously it's taken off pretty well. And uh, mm-hmm. I said to me old man, I went, oh, Dad, we got I got this fellow on tonight. He's like old, old pro, does the bare knuckle now, but he's um mm-hmm. he's, he's done a video of himself in in the field. I, I'm gonna let you explain. <laughs> <laughs> he's done a video and he went 
Is that the one in a farmer's field? I went, yeah. He went, oh, yeah, I see that. I was like, fuck <laughs> That's my dad. You know what the best bit about it is, right, I've, I've walked into my mum and dad's house and, like, not said anything. Yeah, I've yeah. just gone, like, because I've just walked to the and I want someone someone say something. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, my dad's turned around. And he's, he's been sending it to all his mates. He's been sent, getting it sent to him, <laughs> and then he's sending it to all his mates as well. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, this is funny, man. The thing is, I think it's one of those things, like, you re... <sighs> You reach a point in your in your life where you just you either carry on really caring or you just give up caring at all, don't you? Like, you know what? Like, I've I've said this to so many people, and I stand by it. When I when I was a pro glove boxer, right, I I I done everything I could to try and please everyone. Yeah, I done yeah. everything, I, I've, everything. Yeah, yeah I can... and um, you know, I try all the promoters, everything, my manager, my trainer, every you name it. I try, I tried to be the, who they wanted me to be. Yeah. And it didn't work out for me. And then ever since I've gone to BKB and I've just been myself, it's just blowing up around me. And I've gone, do you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you try to please everyone, every, you, you just can't do it. Yeah, you just yeah. can't do it. So you yeah. just enjoy yourself, have fun just enjoy your life do you know what I mean and that's yeah, yeah. that's what I'm doing and like I say it's, it's sort of growing around me like the things that are happening if if it all go, if it all goes um, wrong and finishes tomorrow I had a laugh doing it do you know what I mean I say this this big like be, even BKB is not my be and end all I'm having fun doing it yeah, if yeah. it ends tomorrow I had fun do you know yeah, what I mean exactly, yeah, that's yeah. that's how I'm living my life and, and I'm glad I'm living it like that do you know what I mean yeah fucking too right and all mate hats off to you it's um yeah, I can definitely like, I can uh, empathise with what you're going on about there. Like when you when you're going through your boxing career, because it's all about like you almost. Well, I did anyway. I don't know how you feel, but you feel like you're just poncing all the time, trying to sell tickets yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, yeah. You're you want people? I don't. I never cared if people come and watch me fight or not because mm-hmm. I, I didn't like. No, it's not the right words. Like. I only wanted people there to be there because they wanted to yeah. be there. Do you know what I mean? I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't want people to be there because they felt sorry for me and they wanted to buy a ticket. I just yeah, wanted people... Yeah, like, I loved having people there watching me. There's nothing better than coming out of the ring. And it, regardless if, if I earn... Well, I mean, I fucking had to pay out my own pocket for fights sometimes. Yeah. But regardless if it was that, or I earned, like myself, 800 quid or whatever, that pat on the back, that cuddle from your mate, that kiss mm-hmm. on the head from, from your uncle or something like that, yeah. There ain't no better mm-hmm. feeling than that, is there? No, there isn't. No, there isn't. No. And that's why you keep going back because it is that it is that feeling, you know, yeah, like I say, money comes and goes, doesn't it? It's yeah, not, exactly. Yeah. If you get into boxing for money, you're in it for the wrong reasons because yeah, it's yeah. only about ten there's only about ten percent who make anything out of it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, no, I've just like like I say, I, I, I literally tried my hardest of my early twenties to try and make make everyone happy and 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 it just didn't work. So yeah. like now I'm I'm just doing what I do and enjoy. If it, you mate. don't like it, enjoy. It, don't mate. watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like I get the amount of people who message me like absolute rubbish, going "Nah, you do like just insulting me and trying." And I'm like, look, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't. I never get that. Yeah, I don't make you... What I had a guy the other day on Twitter just going like, oh, I wouldn't let my 22-year-old son do what you do. And I said, I've never tried to say to you, get your 22-year-old son to do what I do. Yeah. I said, oh, he can't do what I do. He doesn't... He can't do it. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, if you don't want to... If you don't like what I'm doing, stop following me. Yeah. Anyway, he kept messaging me back. And I 
kept going on his thing and he's still following me and I just blocked him in there. And I thought, do you know what? He just wants attention. Yeah, like, yeah. like, stop trying to assault, like, um, insult me and my missus. Like, yeah. and, and just fucking unfollow me if you don't like it, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, obviously, like, with this, like, this chat show I'm doing now, obviously there's, um, there's a certain level of expectation um, from people, the way I've got to behave and the things I can yeah. and can't say. But I, like, I literally woke up Sunday morning at 2am in the morning and I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I'm going to start a chat show. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, so I've got to behave like this. And then I thought, do you know what? Nah, mate. I'll, if, if people are going to, I want people to come on and talk openly with me, like you've been doing, like Ross did yesterday. Yeah. Um, and like everyone who's been on this week, like Grant, Dennis, mm-hmm. um, and Dave Bassett as well, like the four guests I've had on this week, they've all come on, sp- spoken openly about it, spoken candidly about their lives and their lifestyles and stuff like that. And then I sort of had to give my head a wobble after the first couple of days. And I was like, nah, mate, you've got to just be yourself. Ask the questions. But basically, it's just me ringing you up for a chat. You know what I mean? That's, and yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, I want yeah. it to be. And it is like a few years back when I was, but I couldn't have done this because I'd have been restricted yeah. by what I, what the expectations I put on myself yeah, from other people. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, it, I'll, I'll take my fucking hats off to you, mate. You know what I mean? And people don't have to go, oh yeah, like oh that's the life I want to lead. But they yeah. just go, that's the life that Tyler's leading. Crack yeah. on. Do you know what I mean? Every, hey, every, at the end of the day, everyone's got the same twenty-four hours. Haven't yeah, they? yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the way I look at it. I think like, don't moan at me because you're like because you're not living your life how you want to live it yeah. and I am like or whatever or I'm doing certain things that you'd like to be able to do go and do it like yeah, yeah. I'm the first person when someone puts something up or even however ridiculous it is if they go I'm going to do this I'm going to go go on go for it go well for done it, mate. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean I'm yeah. never that person no you'll never do it I'm that person go on go for it because like you just got you just got to go for stuff you know you yeah, have literally yeah. just got to yeah. go the regret the regrets you're going to have were the regrets that you didn't that you didn't do it you never have regrets oh I shouldn't have done I shouldn't have done this it's yeah. more oh I wish I'd done that do you know what I mean yeah so, exactly yeah and that's what I mean um, like, I, I want to mirror what you're saying there as well just for like a bit of inspiration for everyone watching <laughs> but like with this podcast I've sent out messages to people that are probably going to look at their messages and go who the fuck's this fella coming on mm. coming on his chat show but mm. do you know what I mean? if i don't send the messages i don't get them mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like oh, yeah. if, if i want to message you i, I mm-hmm. knew you 100 percent you was going to be quality to come on have a chat yeah, with yeah. Mm-hmm. be a good guest for the show and and you'll get you'll get likes and follows for the page yeah yeah i mm-hmm. knew you would but i also mm-hmm. knew that it'd be a good show because the reason why i yeah, started yeah. this is because everything that's going on i mean hopefully i can carry this on like forever but anything that's mm-hmm. going on at the moment it's just my way of saying do you know what I'm going to help people take their mind off of yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on. And um, I don't know if you've watched any of the shows, but I've this hashtag, no, we're not allowed to talk about coronavirus because of what's yeah. going on. <laughs> and I always end up talking about it every night <laughs> because of what's going on. I, I thought, you know what? This is my way of going. I, I know yeah. I've got good contacts. I know I've got people that are willing to come on and have a chat with me. Um, and I don't mind like putting myself in front of a camera and having a chat anyway. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. And it'd be, that's what everyone should be like. If you want to go and do something, just fucking do it, mate. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%, mate. But um, right, moving on to the bare knuckle side of things. Like, as I showed a clip. You you didn't see mm-hmm. it because, because of the way this setup works. You didn't see it, but yeah. I showed a clip, some highlights of you. Um, and it's fucking brutal, mate, isn't it? Yeah, it's a hard game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a hard game. That's not the reaction you know, I was I expecting. <laughs> Just a you laugh. Know, it's funny, right? It's funny because um, 
like when you go when I'm not fighting and I just go watch one of the shows and you know when you get people come up to you going like oh I bet this gives you the buzz to get back in the ring and I'm like do you know what watching it I'm thinking what the fuck am I doing yeah, yeah. what am I doing yeah, yeah like you're best not watching it because if you do watch it you're like you start questioning yourself and you're like mate what am I doing to do this yeah, yeah. like literally I'm, I'm, I'm it's mental but it's um <coughs> sorry um it's great it's great i i i personally enjoy it more than i did bo- glove boxing yeah um, yeah i just feel like it suits my style more i like it. it's small it's a smaller ring it's two minute rounds so the pace is just mental um obviously no how gloves. many rounds is it so well the world title fights are seven rounds seven rounds yeah yeah, seven twos. Um, and by the end of it, do you know what? I, like, I could, I could do twelve like easy. But your hands, mate. Your hands. Oh my god. Yeah. Your hands are so bad. Like, I got pictures on my thing of my hands, and like in the last fight, the commentators were like, "My god, it looks like he's got boxing gloves on." Um, like well, your I hands remember swollen the, up so much. So swollen. It was. It was mental. It was like I got back after the first round. My left hand had gone. My jab hand. And um, yeah, like I got to do another six rounds of getting on my jab with a hand like a balloon. Do you know what I mean? It was wow, just um, no. that. That's the worst bit. I wouldn't even say the getting punched bit is even that is that bad because I think when you get hit, the same as when you get hit with a glove, like adrenaline. That you just sort of it don't hurt just take, day, does it? You just take it. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. The next day, you you feel like you've been done with a bat, but yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> but at the time, like when you get cut, it feels like a bit of a burn and stuff like that but like yeah, I, yeah. more than anything it's just it's just the hands like yeah the hands are um are a thing <laughs> did you have problems with your hands when you was glove boxing yeah I, I broke them and i had two operations on my on my wrist so i went there I so you definitely shouldn't be doing bare knuckle boxing then so probably yeah i probably <laughs> definitely shouldn't be doing bare knuckle yeah but um yeah like actually do you know what my hands have been all right doing it is yeah. i broke my fingers i'm that's the thing you what well, i kept breaking my fingers where like your fingers sort of like pressure into the palm of your hand i suppose oh, you know, yeah. and i kept breaking the same finger and i kept going back to the doctors and they kept putting this thing on they said you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have surgery on it because it's basically where you've broke it you've ripped the tendon off yeah, yeah and i couldn't use my finger at all and then the last fight i just i just injected it with um lidocaine just so i couldn't feel it got in the ring couldn't feel it didn't bother me got out and um and then again, that finger was was messed up, and I was gonna have surgery. And then I just I went to like a um, I've just been doing like rehab on it, like yeah, just yeah. with with a coach, um, all like grip stuff and that. Finger and coach, yeah, finger coach. <laughs> 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 now I can do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's all right now. It's mad. Like I literally went to like a posh private hospital in London. Now like you're gonna have to put a pin in that, and then um, fuck that, and then. Like, went and had this rehab and stuff like that and just done loads of grip stuff and it's it's well it's all right at the minute touch but so what um what was that like going in because is the atmosphere different i've never been to one i've never been to one of the shows um by the sound i'm not allowed to come by the sound of it because i'm licensed well yeah if you can sneak in as part of like be like my guest and come and like yeah i'd love to i'd love to mate mate honestly like like, like obviously, obviously, mind. I won't come, Tyler. Yeah, I won't come, no, but I'd, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, but your camera will be there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, I like coming from the background of the boxing where, like, my I've always had a massive support, like, um, support base, so 
like all my all my fans who have come from the amateurs from the pros and now follow me at BKB and all of them like I've said these shows are the best shows we've ever been to wow. and bearing in mind that you know they've been to Andy Joshua I've fought on Andy Joshua um, when John Murray fought Andy Crawler like yeah, yeah. big shows Kevin Mitchell and and they're like turn around and said this is the best show I've been to like it's it is the most entertaining thing you'll see because there's not many fights go the distance um and it's obviously cuts blood it's yeah, just yeah. it's just cra- it's just mental but you know as well as i do like look you know unless you're a boxing enthusiast like hardcore who likes to see boxing skills yeah. you're going to choose you're going to choose seeing someone get banged out over a 12 round yeah yeah um, chess match do you know what I mean yeah. and that's just that so the casuals that's why UFC is so big because it's so brutal like and yeah. the casuals just want to see blood knockouts and things get broken and that's why UFC has got so big in America so yeah. I can only see this sport getting bigger and bigger because from a casuals point of view like my videos on YouTube like YouTube and Facebook like I got one on Facebook that's had like five point something million views and my one on oh, YouTube's yeah. had one point one point four million views. In comparison to my glove boxing matches, some have had like ten thousand views. Yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden my other ones had one point four million views. And you're like Fuck wow. Yeah. Like do you know what I mean? That's that's the difference. So when um, I tag this on YouTube I've got to tag BKB bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, mate, honestly my What are you a world champion are like, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fought Sean George, who was world champion in my last fight. He'd, he'd had like 16, 17 fights. Yeah. He was like known as like the number two guy in the whole pound for pound and, and all just such a tough guy. So tough, so fit um, and, and could proper bang people out as well. I remember on my debut, I uh, BKB debut, he, he won the world title on it and knocked the guy out in about 30 seconds with a right hand mate. Just absolutely done him like sound asleep. Um, so yeah like Sean yeah it was a wicked fight I knew I just knew how tough he was going to be he was too proper tough man yeah, just, yeah. Um, but like there's there's so many fighters like boxes boxes who have, have been signed to come and do BKB and then they've just turned around and not done it yeah, yeah. like um, it's like because like, I get Why a lot of people is? like it's just uh, it's it's it, <laughs> It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's like, um, again, I was, I'm quite lucky with the first fight I had. I fought a guy called Tony Laffey who'd had two, um, two, one, two. Um, yeah. And I sort of went out and, and he actually come in a stone heavy with me as well. <laughs> and and uh, I went in there and, and you don't know what to expect really. And I, you know, I, I know I come from a boxing background, but essentially it's a street fight in a small ring. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I went in there and I come out, I took it sort of like a boxing match. I come out, you know, when you have a jab and you sort of have a look yeah, to yeah. see what it's like first round. And my God, he just, mate, he just threw the kitchen sink at me first round. And I went back to the corner of my trainer, like, you need to get on your boxing, mate. Like, because this guy's going to take you out. Like, he was bombing. And um, I come out second round, I put him over and I was just stuck to my boxing and it made it, it made it easy for myself. But it's such a, it's an overwhelming thing, like yeah, because, yeah. like when a guy is just slinging bombs. Do you know what I mean? It was just, um, yeah, it was, and it was a bit of a baptism of fire, really. And then from that fight, because that was just such a mad fight. The second fight, I felt, I just felt confident because yeah, I felt yeah. like, do you know, what, I've been in, <laughs> I've been in a mental fight now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit used to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
Fucking but yeah. What's yeah. um? Do you feel do you feel a difference when you get it? Because I mean, even like a lot of people don't realise that even some of the yeah. like I've worn gloves for pro fights and this it's like wearing <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone said this to me the other day. They were like, um, I went and sparred down in Norwich with a with a welterweight, and he goes, I can't, I can't get my head around it because like we wear like eight ounce gloves and they're tiny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, like it's. I just when you're in there, like it's fight or flight, in it. So you're sort of in there, and you just you don't really, you just do it because yeah. you have to really. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, but obviously the facial damage is like my last fight. I I'd only say really I took like probably like three, four, perhaps clip like proper clean shots. My face looked like I've been like like hit by a car like head on. Wow. Do you know what I mean? It was just like um, I had to go to hospital. My head was so swollen. And that it was um, the facial damage is, is just you know you can't compare it to any other sport. But is there um, any pictures of that online? Yeah, there's lo- I've got I've got loads of pictures of, on your you'll, Facebook you'll be or on if you I... go on my go on my Facebook <coughs> and, it, and it's on there because there's a thing that says you don't play BKB and it's my yeah. face. And it's just a, it's a joke, mate. Oh, um, fucking hell, mate. What um? But, so you like, sorry the, the the when you get hit with. It don't feel no different, but it's just the damage it does. That's yeah. Well, it's it's it, it, the the best way I can explain it is like a burn because it, it instantly cuts. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it just yeah. to cut. It feels like a it feels like a burn really, um, which is like you know it's the only real way I can describe it. But um, like for days afterwards, because I remember I stayed in a in a hotel for the fight, and I had to and I actually drove up there. And uh, I had to stay another three nights because both my eyes were swollen open, both my hands were so swollen couldn't drive. So I had to stay in the hotel for another three nights afterwards. Fuck's um, sakes! It's just uh, it is insane. It's um, um, I've got a because um, so for the last fight from a world title fight, um, a TV company done done a, a documentary on it. They yeah, followed yeah. me for about twelve for about twelve weeks. Um, and it's literally getting edited now. It should be out in the next sort of like couple of months. But they're going to put it in loads of film festivals and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's literally it's, it's like we've seen little clips of it, and it's it's crazy because it's got the perspective of like my mum and dad, my trainer, my missus. Yeah, it's yeah. literally got everyone's perspective. Um, and then my life. Do you know what I mean? For twelve weeks, building up to the fight, and then yeah, the fight yeah. itself. Because um, the actual fight itself couldn't have gone any better for the documentary. Like we yeah. come out first round, we both put each other over. He put me down, I got back up and put him over. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then we boxed on. I put him over, and they didn't count it. It was the most obvious knockdown you ever seen. They didn't count it. Then I got a point taken off wow. for an elbow or something. And I was like, they're going to stitch me up here. Um, and I, I won it on points, but like it was, it was a good fight. You know what I mean? For, yeah. for the actual, for the documentary. It went perfect, really. I've got um, that picture you was just speaking about. Then I think I found yeah. it. Yeah. Is yeah. it the the BKB official? Is it on? I think so. It should be. Yeah, it should be on there. Picture thing, of two yeah. people. You, you're on the left, yeah. And there's another guy with him called Treads, I think, with a proper mad messed yeah, up face. Yeah, I can uh, show that now. It should come up. Yeah, yeah. So people will be able to see that now. So you don't play bare knuckle boxing. What, that, yeah. You're telling me them pictures. They've not been photoshopped or nothing. No, I swear on my life. They Fuck are literally me, mate. They're crazy, mate. It's like to be honest, that was that was the night of the fight happened. It was worse the next day. So my missus was like crying in that. And well, so it like, got worse than that. 
got worse. So I woke up and my head, I was like, you ever seen that cartoon, Hey Arnold? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, is that a football head? Football head. Um, and, um, That's my, my life every day, like, mate. <laughs> my missus was like, you've got to go to hospital. Your head is so swollen. And I was like, nah, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Anyway, she started crying. I was like, do you know what? Like, I put her mind at ease. I walked in there. Like, this, bear in mind, this is like a proper central London hospital. It was absolutely rammed, right? A&E. Yeah. I've walked in. They've just gone. They've walked me straight through A&E, straight into the CT scanner like that. Um, I was, and uh, they were a bit, they were a bit funny with me at the start because I think they thought I'd been attacked yeah, on the yeah. street. And then I was like, no, I want to see if I had a fight. Google it. Like, I'm a fighter. And once they'd done that, they couldn't help me more. But, like, at the start, they, I think they thought I'd been, like, proper attacked in the street. I looked like it. Do you know what I mean? But, um, Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, it was... Um... And that was that was the one that went out in the documentary, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. mate. Did they get any footage of that? Or Yeah, they got the footage in the hospital. And that, mate, honestly, this documentary is so good. It's, it's got so, like... Because even if you don't really, like, fight... It's just going to be so gripping, do you know what I mean? There's yeah, like, yeah. there's so much to it. Like, literally, my life in and out of fighting. My mum and dad, because my mum absolutely hates me, for, hated me for glove fighting. Yeah, so you yeah. can imagine what she felt if she thinks of the knuckle stuff. Yeah, and there's yeah. cam- there's a cameraman with her, like, the whole time with the fight. And I've never seen her, obviously, what she's like in a yeah, fight. Yeah. She's only told me. So it'll be interesting for me to see what she's like in the, in a, in the, when I'm fighting. Um, yeah. So, well, you haven't seen no my, clips of it yet or anything? I've seen little clips of it and there's one of her like that but it was only like a 30 second clip so like wow. this is going to go on for like it's going to be like an hour and a half film you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so um, yeah it'll be interesting to, so who's to that sort of see then? that who's, who's that with it's a, it's a channel called um, it's a new channel they, they they started about about three or four months ago called um, Get Pulped they're like a more like a reality type thing but um, they, they come to me and was like look we want to do this documentary yeah, but yeah. we basically want to put it into film festivals and stuff like that and then if if it does well in a film festival it can get published anywhere do you know what I mean it would yeah, get yeah. like Netflix Amazon whatever so hopefully fingers crossed I, I, I honestly think it will do really well because like I said I don't think you have to be a fight fan to appreciate yeah, it yeah. I think it's, it's just going to be so sort of gripping um, dramatic, like you know, it's just, and especially in the lockdown, what else you got to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> When's that going to be coming out? Do you know? Well, I, well, we sort of we're talking to him now, and they because they got so much good stuff. Like what they've basically done is they've they've done like a first edit, and then they've um and they've sent it off to like an actual proper documentary like team that specialise in it, and and the geezer's just gone. Right, I want all the stuff that you had, so don't give me the first edit. I want everything you got because I think there'll be even more good stuff we can put in. So they're taking the time with it because it's yeah, just yeah. it's so much good stuff to it. Um, but you know, I don't mind that as long as it t- comes out good. It doesn't really matter. But um, that's fucking man. I got superstar on the show in the first week, mate. Hopefully, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? If, uh, do you know what? Like, it'd just be it'd be nice just to get some just like just a little bit of something out of the game because, like I say, when I was pro boxing man it was like chiefs chief support yeah to anthony joshua o2 live at sky at like 10 p.m or whatever or 9 p.m or whatever it was i made four and a half grand out of that fight Fuck. do you know what i mean and you're like 12 12 week training camp and by the time your manager your trainer and your cuts man's took their bit i'm perhaps walking away with like what two grand yeah, yeah. for 12 weeks work and you Mental, think to yourself do you know what? it's just like you just can't get your head around it like yeah, really yeah. but 
So it'd just be nice to just come out of with something in this game, you know. Yeah, I think do you know what I think it's going to surprise a lot of people when they see this documentary, and I think yeah. you probably would have surprised a lot of people tonight. Um, obviously, yeah. I've been I've been bigging you up. You see me doing a post and putting you in about yeah. how explicit it's going to be and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I think you're going to surprise a lot of people just just the way you talk. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously, I, yeah. I know you. Do you know, I know you're a good yeah. lad. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. you're like like we said earlier, ninety nine percent of the other boxers out there. Just normal down to a fella. There's no ego. Yeah, yeah. Um, it can get misconstrued, uh, misconstrued as an ego, yeah. if that's the right word. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, it's just you have to have a certain level of confidence about you. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Well, like it, the thing is, like I've created a persona on social media, you know, and 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 that is what it is. Like I'm, you know, don't get me wrong. I I can be. I've got narcissistic tendencies tied across the side of my head, so. I've definitely got the ability <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be like like any fighter, I suppose. But like you say, I'm down to earth. I'm, yeah. You know, I've got time. I've got time for everyone. I've I've been in them dark moments and them yeah. in them days where you just don't think anything's gonna come out of anything you're doing. Yeah. Um. And like now, I'm I'm, I'm sort of feel like I'm I'm going upwards now. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just hope that people can use that as, as inspiration for themselves. Because, like I say, like I've been, I've been in some moments where I've literally just been in tears, like because I've put so much into what I'm doing and nothing's going right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and it, it's, it, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's like you mentioned earlier about like you going to your therapy once a yeah. week and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's um, I think it's something that a lot because I. I don't know if you know, but I do like I try and help people with like mental health disorder, uh, yeah. disorder, mental health illnesses and stuff like that. Depression. I suffer bad myself, and I'm, yeah. I'm I speak candidly about it. I'm open mm-hmm. about it. I, I really mm-hmm. do not give a shit what people think about no. my mm-hmm. um, my mental state. I know like I've been mm-hmm. there and I've, I've I've been there and I've come back from the edge of that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's nice to see someone like yourself who's still active and still looked at like listen you're yeah. a fucking world champion yeah. in in one of the toughest sports on the planet um <laughs> it's i mean what we, i'll ask that question in a minute actually but you're a you're a proper tough hard man but you you don't consider yourself to be you're just someone nah. who just joins in with a sport but you're also open yeah. and, and and in touch with the side of yourself where you, do you know what sometimes i have to admit when things ain't going right for myself, mm-hmm. and I have to admit, yeah. that I'm not, I'm not, I need a bit of help. Do you know what I mean? And and I think that's mm-hmm. that's like, if anyone watches this, if they get nothing more than a bit of entertainment and that message, that do you know what? It's all right to ask for help. Um, I, I weren't, I weren't expecting that to come from this, but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why, why we're here and why we've spoken about it, mm-hmm. might as well champion it a little bit. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I like I say, I. I I've I've gone every day, every week, sorry, to a therapist for the last two years, like, and you know, I'm I'm complete, I'm open with everyone about it. Um, you know, I I don't I don't think it's a thing to be ashamed of at all. Like, yeah, if yeah. anything, I think everyone could do with going to see a therapist. Um, I think you know, I, I often walk out of there feeling like I've I've got a lot off my chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff like that and I've seen how it's changed my life a lot you know what I mean so it's like yeah like when, when people say about talking about it it really is talking about it it's yeah. like um, but yeah nice um, yeah who knows hopefully people can be motivated or be inspired 
Yeah, I, I think do. so, mate. Like, listen, you, you're like <laughs> when you, if you read like a list of the things that you've done that you do, mm. and then you you paired you up with. I mean, listen, you look the part. You're covered in tattoos. You've got the old Jason <laughs> Momoa look going about you. You look like a mean mofo, mate. Um, but the 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 person like, that you are, the person, uh, it's, it's come all a bit fluffy, isn't it? But yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, I think you will surprise a few people. Do you know what I mean? Like just yeah. how down to earth and and how yeah. much of a good good bloke you are. Like I say, I, I knew this before we jumped on the call. Yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew nice. already, but yeah. Um... Like I said earlier, like mate, like fight, like I've I've got some really really like close like friends, like like what do because we basically met, didn't we? At, um, Danny Connor's fight, like yeah. God, how long ago was that? Um, that was on the um, on when he fought Evangelo, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Carson Jones was fighting that night, wasn't it? Yeah, was it? Who did he fight? Was it? Early? He fought um, Chris Evangelo, didn't he, for the Southern area? Um, yes, do you remember? Yeah. It was years ago, wasn't it? And yeah. um, and like obviously, me and Danny fought three times, and like me and Danny, like we're wicked friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we had some proper banter when we were fighting. Like it got to like the third fight, it got it got quite naughty, and it like in the we actually got to get like pushed apart in the way. And but we're like proper proper good friends, like forever. Do you know what I mean? We're gonna yeah. be friends forever now. Um, and I love that. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just like. Just yeah, we just can we relate we're related and bonded bonded through that um and fighting yeah. each other. It's wicked, it's like a proper family. Yeah, yeah. Um well even like yeah. I, I was chatting to like I said that Danny and Sammy cousins earlier. Yeah. And I had a bit of bit of banter and I I said to him both, yeah. I was like, Yeah, listen, I'd beat you both on the same night. Yeah. And uh like I I love <laughs> Sammy doesn't bite to it at all anymore. He's he's happy yeah. that his career's over. Um yeah, Danny yeah. Cousins, I think he's still got a bit there, like he's and they're yeah. both both good fighters, both hard as yeah. nails, mate. Both yeah. both good fighters, both hard fellas. And um and it, I just know that I can get I can get Danny to bite with him. <laughs> I hope yeah, he watches yeah, yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> but you have like like when I first fought Sammy, um Sammy Cousins in my second fight, I hated him afterwards. Hated him. But at the same time, there was a there was a level of respect. Yeah, and, and like love for the man as well. Do you know what I mean? It's weird, isn't mm-hmm. it? Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you, no matter what, you just, you got to respect each other for what you just put you you just put yourself through. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. All the training and then to get in there and fight. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you got to respect yeah. it. Yeah. I think Basically. I remember like because I had a rematch with him and I beat him um, and I stopped him. I really hope he watches this now. <laughs> <laughs> and um like if i'd have seen him six weeks before the, or, or before i knew the fight the rematch was going to happen i'd have given him a big cuddle as a family yeah. but that night i just i wanted to hurt him mate i wanted yeah. to hurt him bad and i and i had a lot of love for the man yeah. but at the same time there was a hate there for what like he, he he behaved like a bit of a knobhead like in our first fight he was doing all this mm. to the camera uh, yeah. uh, not to the camera sorry to all the crowd and uh, mm. and I weren't I weren't about that, and it, it sort of ticked mm. me off a bit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah, it sort of mirrors what you were just saying there about you and Danny. Um, who I've already spoken to Danny. He's going to come on the show at some point. Yeah, he'll be a quality guest because he's got some <laughs> chat that boy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, mate, I love Danny. He's, he's wicked. He's like, like I said, I've said right from like right after last fight, I was like, do you know what? We're proper lucky that we got that we got a rivalry because yeah. people go the whole of their careers and they never get a trilogy 
never get that rivalry. And the greatest thing was with me and Danny, we our first fight was on a dinner show in Romford, Essex, like about fucking 200 people watching then the second fight was at your call it was rammed out absolutely rammed and then the third one was live on Sky Sports at the XL and it was like do you know what we, we took it from a dinner show to uh, to live on Sky Sports you know that's banging Man, like, we, we don't you know and it's something we can both be really proud of and look back on forever do you know what I mean it's what, great um, what was um, the outcome of M3 fights um, so I won the first one, he won the second one, then I won the last one. Yeah, so you, fuck, you know, you've done him. You've done him. <laughs> Go on, Danny boy. <laughs> I bet. I, no, I mean, I, I, didn't say, I bet you had good fights out of you two, didn't you? He was, yeah, he's a good great, boxer, mate, he, he's really good, good boxer. Yeah, he, do you know what? He's just, mate, he's tough. He's very tough. He's a very good boxer, and he's just, he's just there, mate. He's, just, he's one of them people. If you if you're not on your own game, he's gonna. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, um, yeah I like Danny. He's wicked. He's a good lad. Wicked banter, yeah. Like, he's a proper he, he throwback was... in like every sense of the word, yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's um, I keep seeing that he threatens to um, threatens to come back, make a comeback. He's but, fatter than um, me. I think, now. I think, yeah, I would say it'd be your weight when he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> every photo's like you see, like he um, he got his um, life, he went to the board and got his license back, yeah. And I was like, all oh, right, yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> he keeps threatening, but, um. No, nah, yeah, I'd like to see him come back, but at the same time, it's how much does he re- does he really want it? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think there's got to come a time where, like, like I say, in my boxing career, the the pro glove, I I got to that point where I wasn't getting that buzz anymore. The training and it, everything just was stale, yeah. and I knew that I, I probably had to move on. Really, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know the BKB was coming about. I just thought perhaps got you know just take all my thoughts to my job and yeah, yeah. and do all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? And what so, was your job? Was that the gym, was it, yeah? Yeah, the gym, yeah, which I love, you know. It's, it's, it's great. I'm very lucky that I get to do what I do and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, if like I say, if the BKB will stop tomorrow, I've still got a great jo- job that I love doing. and So, I'm, I'm you know, I'm very lucky. Um, but, um, yeah. It's, um, yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's fucking, it's it's mad, isn't it? Like when, because you've, I mean, my career is nothing compared to to yours. Like the things you went through and the fights you had and and like the level you boxed at and stuff like that. But even now, like I look back on mine, I think, do you know what? Like for me, and I've always said it, like the friends that I've made, the experiences mm-hmm. I've had, yeah. and uh, and like the, the 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 family you sort of become part of. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I know, like it does sound a bit fluffy, but I, I tell you, like many of the boxers, I tell you, that's the best thing that like. Fuck the money. The best thing they've got mm-hmm. out of it is, is that you know what I mean. That that yeah. camaraderie mm-hmm. and that relationship. With yeah, the camaraderie you got in, in when you were training for fights and that is great. Like you literally the the buzz around the gym and that yeah, it was yeah. you know it was mega. Like because um, I, mm. I was I was lucky. I went on so many wicked training camps. I went Tenerife, Lanzarote, went Marbella about three times. And we all lived in a house together. Yeah, yeah. We all got up and run together. We all trained together. It was it was wicked. Like if there's one thing I could go back to, it was them days of them yeah, training. Yeah. I loved them. They were some wicked days. Like all just yeah, proper real funny. All having a laugh. Yeah, and that. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like great. It's great memories, isn't it? Really? Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's fun. it is, isn't it? Like because. You obviously training serious isn't it but 
yeah. there's always fucking about and yeah always yeah. messing around and... you've got to you've got to even now like my missus comes with me to training and she is the funniest person in the world she's doing like Matt like we because I do CrossFit every day now yeah. I, don't, I don't do any running or anything now I just do CrossFit every day yeah and um the gym of just like take like when I first went there they were like what well, he's, he's a bare knuckle boxer yeah. and like now my missus comes she's the porn star and we're in there and she's like she's throwing her clothes off and all stuff like we're just doing mad like proper mad stuff but they're just used to it now yeah, they're yeah. just like oh yeah. they're here they're here now like yeah, we yeah, just turn up and we're just <laughs> but like like I graft, do you know what I mean? At the same time it's nice having her there doing funny stuff because it just makes it like yeah, yeah. it's not so you, you know, you you need that. You need that of like where you can you can train hard, but it's not like stressing you out. Yeah, and all that yeah, kind yeah. Of stuff. It should never be a chore, should it? And I think that's one of the. Nah, nah. That's when you know, like it's, it's almost time to call it a day, and it when yeah, it starts yeah, becoming a say, chore. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, well, definitely. What um, um I, I mean, I've had uh, like a few questions off people saying like, um, best venue you fought at? Is that the O2? <laughs> Do you know what I like? I like the um, MEN arena. Yeah. Because um, it's like it's based on like um, Madison Square Garden, isn't it? And, is that what um, it is? Yeah, it's based exactly, exactly the same as Madison Square Garden. Um, do you know what? It's weird, right? Like, because I boxed at, I boxed at the O2 like um, twice, like twice, and I can't really remember it, what it looks like in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Like, I'm like, because you're just so tunnel visioned, like, can't really remember what it looked like. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like it was just, um, you know, I'm sure it was impressive. I, could, I can, re- I remember walking around the MEN. I really took that in when I went. But like the O2, I was sort of turned up, got changed, like, and just stayed in the changing rooms yeah, like yeah. all night. Don't it's a bit really too big, isn't it? The O2. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the MEN's um, quality because it like them the stage at the MEN goes right up, doesn't it? And you you sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. no matter what seat you're hanging over the ring, isn't you? It's so steep, it's yeah, so yeah. steep there, yeah, it's so steep. Um, yeah, I was really, I was like like Wembley Arena, but uh, Earl's Court. I like like you can't beat your call. Like your call was class. Like there's some atmosphere in your yeah, call. Yeah, it's just I the change rooms like, are shit, aren't they? Yeah, mate, proper <laughs> like especially in the winter. Yeah, mate. Uh, Mold on the walls and that. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, it's just like it's yeah, mate. It's yeah, your call, man. There's um, some some I've, I boxed a lot of your call. Made my debut at your call. Yeah, yeah. Some it's, it's a proper it's proper throwback boxing, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. your call. It's like old school. Like um, yeah. I've been I've been there when I fought Johnny Garton, and he like Johnny Garton's fans are all Millwall. Yeah, they've just erupted the place. Oh my god! Like everyone's been ushered out, and that there's fights going on everywhere. Like while you was fighting, while we were fighting, Fucking yeah, hell, mate. It absolutely erupted. I mean, like proper erupted. Like, Did it put you um, off the game or? No, nah, I, I carried on fighting, but um, like by then, like I think there was only about twenty people watching it because everyone had been ushered outside. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no. It was, so, so I've got some funny stories. Yeah, mate. Yeah, wicked. Well, I think we'll have to save some of them stories for next time, Tyler. Yeah, we're, definitely. We're coming up to hour and a half now. Um, yeah. I just want to. One question I wanted to ask just occurred to me when <laughs> I was I was talking earlier. The um, obviously you've done twelve rounders as a pro. Yeah. Um, and these are seven round, two minute rounds. Mm-hmm. What do you think's harder? Um. 
the the three minute rounds, the yeah. long rounds. Yeah, like um, it's just a, it's a different pace, but like it like think the thing with like bare knuckle, it, it's just it's got not like I have actually changed my routine of getting warmed up. I actually spar before I get in there now. Yeah. So I'm like warmed up. I'm used to getting hit. I'm sweating, like proper sweating. Like I used to do a lot of pad work, but I'm, I'm proper spar now. So I'm used to it. Right. Cause you've just got to land. As soon as you get in that ring, you've just got to hit the ground running. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, like I say, where I sort of come out jabbing, having a look, just, you can't, you can't be doing that. So, um, you know, they are different sports. So they like, I've had a lot of people going, oh, as soon as someone world-class boxer comes in, uh, uh, he's going to take over the game. Yeah, he might do. He might not because yeah, this yeah. is a different sport. Yeah. He, he as soon as he gets one on his jaw or his yeah. hand goes, you don't know. Yeah, you just yeah, don't yeah. know how he's going to react to it. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of guys come in there, and and then they've just bottled it within like thirty seconds. Like yeah. they've just just gone. Like I say, like there's been quite a few fighters who've have been contracted to fight for BKB, like big names like Matty Askin. Curtis Woodhouse, yeah, all yeah. people like that. They've all contracted and then just never it just never happened. They just didn't they they just it just never happened in the end. Um there's a guy called Ishe Smith in America who was like yeah, part Ishe of the money Oliver team. Smith. Yeah, yeah. And um he's a fight he's had one bare knuckle and that's a fight that I'm definitely I'm definitely interested in as well. Um because I remember growing up as a kid, he was on like contender yeah, and, that, yeah, and yeah. I remember, I remember watching him. I'm like he was someone made never, of, wasn't he? Like, yeah, it was with Mayweather and that, and he was like, I can't get fights. And I just messaged him and said, look, mate, 100% fight. Why wouldn't I fight you? Yeah. Like, you're a legend of boxing. Like, why wouldn't I? Do you know I'll what come mean? and pick you out with no gloves on. Mate, like, if if, if I if I turn around and got made look an idiot, I got made look an idiot by a world boxing champion for going there and ping him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've just knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know. Where would that be? Would that be over there, over here? Well, we're basically. We're, we're, I've spoke to the promoter today because I was basically I was meant to fight Jimmy Sweeney in, on the fourth of April. Yeah. Um, which like Jimmy's quality, really, really good fighter. Um, like the best one in BKB. Like really, like he's had like twenty-seven fights or whatever. He's had beat a lot of good guys, a lot yeah, of like yeah. proper like world champion pro glove fighters and that. Um, so yeah, obviously there was massive hype around us fighting, and then this. COVID nineteen thing come about and it's just cancelled everything. So yeah, yeah. um and we're I was moving up a weight, he was coming down a weight. So we've actually spoken. Whether or not it'll happen between me and him not now in the future, I don't know. But there's a guy called Jason Knight from America. Um he's like ex UFC and he's he's basically the biggest name over in America. Yeah. yeah. He knocked this guy called Artem Lobov out and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, I messaged Jason Knight the other day. And he's he's agreed he wants to fight. He wants to fight me in twenty in, in this year. Yeah. You know, he said he'll either come over here or I'll go to America. So um it's that's definitely I think that's the fight that will turn like bare knuckle boxing hopefully like more mainstream. Well you think you'll you you'll be part of that. You'll be part of bringing Yeah, yeah definitely. Hell, I think mate. like I think like uh, that's how UFC started. Like, UFC started. Uh, it's brutal. Everything else. Now look at it. It's, yeah, yeah. I think it's got a couple of crossover fights between like a UK guy and an American guy, and we can get the countries behind us and yeah, all that yeah. sort of. Yeah. Um, I think that will be when like a TV channel comes in. And goes. Do you know what? Actually, 
um, yeah, yeah. I want yeah. you know I want this like so um, you know like BT Sport or something or even just like a lower level one like like I say like I might I met my missus because Television X was show, yeah. showing it really um, yeah Fucking so um, Television X was showing it for for a uh, few shows cancel my subscription <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah so you know this. See what happens. It's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's like I speak to the promoters every day, and obviously the promoters are going to be telling me stuff to keep me sweet. But they're just like, mate, big, like big things are going on now. They're talking to a lot of TV channels and stuff like that. So just see where it takes us. Like I personally, like I say, just think it's supply and demand, isn't it? Like casual fans want to see blood, guts, and knockouts. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you're getting, isn't it? So it's funny, um, man. I mean, I think that you have the. Uh the old promoters have struck gold with you, mate, like, considering, because there's a persona around boxers, and I imagine, I, I don't look at boxers in a certain way, or fighters in a certain way, of any sport, do you know what I mean? Because you sort yeah. of learn, being a fighter, to take people as mm-hmm. they come. Yeah. But, um, obviously there's a persona, and it, like, boxers are, are viewed in a certain light, and you can only imagine that bare knuckle boxers are viewed in a lot less, yeah. like, like being a lot of, I don't know what the right fucking words are but do you know what I mean in, in a in a lower light than, than even even boxers so someone like yeah, yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. like this yeah. this um documentary you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah um getting on obviously I mean like this I don't know how many people are going to see this show but it's uh getting on things like this and talking and people seeing you like world champion mm-hmm. bare knuckle boxer proper good bloke do you know what I mean it's, yeah yeah no that in that yeah that's yeah, you just got to be relatable, I think. Like, and you know, that's why Ricky Atten done so well because obviously it was an amazing fire, but was relatable. You know, when he weren't training, he was the geezer down the pub having a beer with his mates, and that's why he got so many people travelled out to Las Vegas and stuff. And at the end of the day, I'm you know I'm a normal I'm a normal person. I'm a normal lad just doing funny stuff on a daily basis, just trying to have a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. Then I think if, if the more people can relate to you, um, you know, the more they're going to take to you. Obviously, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice one, mate. Right. Well, <laughs> we're hour and thirty-five minutes. I knew we'd have a good old chat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, Tyler. Anyone you want to shout out to or thank or anything like that before we shoot off? Again, I don't know how many people are going to see this, but it might be worth it. Uh, just want I want to thank like just all my just everyone who supports me basically yeah. everyone who wants everyone who genuinely wants to see me do well do you know what i mean just yeah. like because you know again like i've been I've, I've been through all the stuff where i've been around a lot of the people who want to be around me but they're only around you because they want certain things from you yeah yeah whereas you know there are a few people in my whole life like like my my like my parents for one, yeah. my um, my ex, my my old um, amateur trainer, people who just want to see you do well. They don't want nothing from you. Just want to see you do well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've got you know I've got them people, and they know who they are. Yeah. And um, you know I'm just you know I'm blessed to have people like that around me because that's without them kind of people, like you're nothing, isn't you? At the end of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, mate. Well, nice one. Cheers, Tyler. Thanks again, as always. Like, thanks yeah. for giving me your time. No, it was and, a pleasure, mate. And um, yeah, cheers for a great chat. And hopefully, like you said, people will be inspired by what you've uh, what you've been saying, and and, and yeah. maybe just encourage someone just to open up a little bit, like with a little bit we touched on like, mental health and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I think personally, 
this is going to be the best hour and a half anyone can sit down and watch. You know what I mean, mate? I think you've been. I think it's been a good old chat, and we learned yeah. a lot about you, a lot about the, the the sport of boxing, amateur pro, and obviously the BKB stuff. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Dan. Nice one, Tyler. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off, and then I'm just gonna sort of say goodbye to everyone. Yeah. Nice right, one. Cheers, Tyler. See you soon, mate. Wait, mate. See you soon, mate. Later, bye. bye.